came back to check on me. I'm still alive, don't worry. Uh, before I get started talking about seizures ad nauseum, I wanted to make a uh, vocal edit to the previous, uh, I would not call it an episode, but anyway, uh, during the last, I won't call it an episode, I referred to my dear friend from high school, who is my dear friend, and I was not being sarcastic, but I referred to my dear friend by the incorrect pronoun. They had a brain tumor. They had brain surgery. They have been an integral part of uh, my life for you know really, really long time, but especially now that we share this illness, and I just wanted to um, fix that, but also... I made another error um, when I said that they were my friend from high school and beyond. I didn't make a joke about beyond and death, and I am equally disappointed by both of those choices. So I apologize to all of you, and I apologize to myself for the loss of a what was sure to be amazing joke. Okay. So seizures. Have you had one? I hadn't until uh, the day after Christmas, um, three years ago. Uh, So seizures are pretty much the number one slash only way that um, a brain tumor is found, right? Because although probably we should, we're not all going to get MRIs every year just to have a looky-loo at what our head is doing. So uh, one of the main ways that they catch tumors is when somebody has a seizure and then has to have an MRI because of the seizure. So uh, this was the day after Christmas, like I already said. (laughs) We didn't forget. But around... August of that same year, I started to get a little depressed and I'm generally a pretty sociable person and I was starting to notice that I wasn't as interested in spending time with my friends and family as I usually am. Um, So that was kind of a little bit of a red flag, but I just thought maybe it was seasonal or maybe I was having a little, you know, summertime blues. Uh, And so, you know, I didn't do anything about that. And then my head started to hurt. I've never had a headache in my life. I know, it's very annoying. But all of a sudden, I started having these just increasingly, exponentially worse headaches um, from August to December to the point where they started to wake me up in the middle of the night. Uh, and it was just like with me all day long. I would never shake it no matter what I took or what I tried. These were headaches that were directly behind the middle of my forehead, uh, almost to the point where it made my head feel kind of like heavy and like I wanted to, you know, look down at the ground a lot. N- not necessarily that I did. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It's none of your business how I walk or don't walk. But Finally, uh, because I was going on a little Christmas jaunt to see my bestie boo in Texas with my family, um, I decided that I should probably go see a doctor about these fucking headaches, except I am very lazy, and so I went to a walk-in clinic at a grocery store instead of going to a quotation marks doctor, 
which is not to disparage anybody that works at a grocery store clinic. You are all wonderful. Um, but I might have gotten more intensive care if I had gone to a regular, you know, it doesn't matter because then it would have ruined my trip and then I wouldn't have met my neurosurgeon and yabbity ya, da 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 da. So go to the walk in clinic. I say, oh boy, does my head hurt? Uh, and they say, oh, okay, explain. And I did. And they said, maybe it's a sinus infection. And I said, that's kind of what I thought. And they were like, okay, so go ahead and try a neti pot if you haven't tried a neti pot. And I was like, I had not tried a neti pot because those things are weird and they scare me. And they were like, well, go ahead and try it. And I said, okay. So I got a neti pot and I went home and I did my neti pot. And while I was doing my neti pot, side note, my husband thought that that was the moment while I'm pouring liquid from one sinus to the other. I, However, it, anyway, that was the moment that he was going to sneak into the bathroom and jump behind me and scare me. So brava to him. Touche indeed. I did the neti pot. Obviously, it didn't work. My head still hurted so much. It turns out, you're never going to believe this, my head hurt so fucking bad because I had a goddamn tumor the size of a fucking grapefruit just pulsing away up there, uninvited. But again, didn't find out until I actually started having seizures. And again, that happened the day after Christmas. So we go down to Texas. We have Christmas time. It's fantastic. Uh, we make plans the day after Christmas to go see the Toadies, which if you're from South Texas, especially, it's a very specific reference and you will know exactly what I mean when I say I was super excited. I hadn't seen them since high school. Uh, anyway, so we made those plans. We were watching a documentary on Netflix to kill time. I want to say it was how to make a murder or one of those types of uh, like true crime documentaries. And I started to feel very anxious and I started to feel really intense deja vu. And so I asked my friend, uh, whom we were visiting, if she would go for a walk with me because I thought, well, maybe that will, you know, put me in a new place. Um, I can take some deep breaths and I'm sure I'll feel better. Whatever this is, that's going on. I don't remember leaving her apartment or anything really that happened for three days after that. So what I'm about to tell you is what I have been told. Technically, this could all be not true. But one hopes that this isn't a really elaborate prank. So allegedly what happened was that I walked in the hall with my friend. I stopped walking. I vomited. You're welcome. And then kind of just slumped to the floor uh, with my hands up at my chest like a vampire and didn't move and was super clenched, super, super, like couldn't unclench my, uh, you know, fists or whatever. I don't know. I was not there mentally. So uh, 911 is called, 911 comes. I continue to, um, I guess, release from the seizure and then very shortly after seize up again. Right, and I have multiple, multiple seizures. When the ambulance gets there, um, they check my vitals and everything is fine. Maybe I'm diabetic, so they look at some of that stuff or what, what, what have you. Um, and then they're like, you should probably take her to the hospital. 
we can take her or you can just drive her because I think at that point I was um, pretending to be lucid, but I can assure you I was, I had no recollection of any of this. So we go to the hospital and I continue and continue and continue to have seizures again, allegedly. And eventually they do a number of tests. They start doing CT scans and then finally we get the MRI and that's when they were like, Oh snap, you have a tumor. And, uh, again, I don't remember any of this, uh, but according to my husband, I continuously became lucid and would ask him what we were doing in the hospital. And he would say, you have a brain tumor. And I would say, okay. And, but probably not like that. And, um, also he said I was crying, so definitely not like that. But then I would forget and I would ask him again, like 15 minutes later, so there's a Groundhog's Day of fun, and basically that uh, that wraps up seizures. Uh, if you've had a seizure, then um, your doctor is probably going to tell you that even if the brain tumor is completely removed and you uh, should never technically have one again, you are now 30% more likely to have a seizure again. So chances are, and I'm sorry to be the one to tell you if your doctor hasn't yet, but if you've had a seizure, even if the brain tumor or the cause of the seizure is gone forever, you will have to take seizure medicine for the rest of your life. That has its um, pluses and minuses. Okay, so one, depending on your state, when you have a seizure, you won't be allowed to drive for a certain period of time. In the state that I live in, it's six months. So I was six months not allowed to drive, regardless of if I had surgery or not. And all the, you know, complications and healing that comes with that. Just from having a seizure alone. Can't drive for six months. So that was, you know, a a bit of a bummer. And then the second thing is, or I guess, yeah, the second thing is that seizure medicine is not great. It makes you really, really tired, um, like flu tired. So no matter how much sleep you get, you're going to be exhausted Um, I'm exhausted from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. And then in my sleep, I'm very, very busy in my dreams. So there's no real rest there. I will say that you do, uh, your body obviously adapts. Um, Thank God for that. And so it's not as bad now, you know, three plus years in as it was when I began. But it is something to kind of brace yourself for. Um, your seizure medicine, you're going to be in that for the long haul. Uh, because if you do stop taking it and then you do have that seizure, even if it's not related to your brain, but just because now your brain is predisposed to have them, you're, you can't drive for six months. You know, you could lose your job from that or, um, or your life because you could be driving when you have your seizure and then you could crash your car and that would, you know, very dramatic. So take the seizure medicine. There's a couple different kinds you can take. I take this kind called Keppra, which gets a bad rap on the internet, but I actually don't have any major qualms with it. I think it's fine. It does the job. Haven't had a seizure since. Um, They started putting me on that medication that day in the hospital. So that's cool. Um, If I have had one, I got to tell you, I wouldn't know. If you have a seizure, you're not going to know you had one. So it's definitely not something that you should fear because you'll never know. And you 
won't know what you did while you had it either. So that's kind of nice. Um, assuming you have people that in your life that you can trust to tell you the truth about, you know, what you do when you have a seizure. And I think I do. In summation, it's fine to have a seizure. But once you do, it's you and seizures for life. So, and also that's how you find out the brain tumor. So it's kind of important to have one also for that reason. Back to insumation. Insumation, if your head hurts a fucking lot and no medicine will do anything for it, maybe you don't have a sinus infection. Maybe you have a giant goddamn brain tumor and you're about to have a million seizures and throw up all over yourself. So I would recommend personally from my extensive um, experience as not a doctor that uh, persistent headaches and no relief from any type of medication probably warrants an MRI. Oh, what's that? It costs too much money? Yeah, no fucking shit. That's for another podcast. Bye, friends.